Welcome to episode 26 of the Lonely Fan Sports Show. I am Josh Anderson. It's been a little bit since I have done the podcast. I think uh, end of March here. Well, March 22nd, I think, is the last one I uploaded. Uh, but uh, I've been okay. I've been a little busy doing other things. But uh, in this episode, we are going to review Godzilla vs. Kong. Watched it. Loved it. But um, before I get to, into that, I want to go through on why I love Godzilla. Um, you know, my first love of a character is Batman. Um, I love Batman. Uh, I've watched Batman all the way through everything. Uh, the 1989 Batman, even the 60s Batman. Uh, I love the animated series. But um, if that was my 1A, well, my 1B will forever be Godzilla. Um, I don't know why. I, I, I have always been like obsessed with the tall lizard with atomic breath. And I can always remember even the corny Japanese 70 version of Godzilla. Him flying around versus the smog monster or dancing with the crazy monkey. But um, you know what? I love Godzilla. So when we look at Godzilla, I, I, the black and white ones, the original one, when it came out in 1954, I, I, you know, I, I understand that that was the first one. I, I really don't identify that one for me. The, the one that I realistically identify with was the uh, Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, the 1974 version. Uh, when he uh, faces, uh, well, obviously Mechagodzilla and King Caesar and Aguirre is around. Uh, that is the true version of Godzilla when he, um, that is kind of where the first time I get to see him and when he battles, uh, basically charges charges up and he wins. I, I That was like, I understand that's pretty much like the last time we see him in the that era of the Showa era for Godzilla, but uh, that's the um, version that I will always identify of them. Uh, in that era, obviously, we have the Destroyer Monsters, the um, the Terror of the Sea, the Sea Monster, which was pretty worthless, and uh, Son of Godzilla, which was pretty terrible. And even Ghidorah, I, I just... But the uh, Godzilla versus Mega Godzilla was the first one. But overall, if we look to the next era. The Return of Godzilla, 1984. I love that one. When he faces the plant. Then he faces the, the uh, King Ghidorah in the 1991 version. Then he versus Mothra. Mecha Godzilla 2. Space Godzilla. Even Destroya. Those movies were amazing. They were outstanding to watch, and they just honestly built my, just my favorite, just absolutely fandom for the character Godzilla. And so that brings me up to the point of where my disappointment was, and when we start getting to the American movies. So, 1998 came. And I was still young, and you know they started advertising that 
America is going to do a Godzilla movie. You know, I didn't care who was going to be in it. I, you know, I was young, didn't really pay attention. You know, Matthew Broderick, I, I don't know who that is. I didn't really care. I just felt it was going to be cool. It's going to be America. And then all of a sudden, I still liked the movie at the time because I didn't criticize. I, I didn't criticize it at the time because I'm like, eh. But or all the way up until the end, and all of a sudden Godzilla dies. And then when Godzilla dies, I'm like, what in the fuck is this? And at that point in that movie, I hated the movie because Godzilla died. Now, yeah, I I could say that in the Japanese version. Godzilla versus Destroyer, Godzilla dies, but at least Godzilla Jr. Re- revives and he's still there. So at least he's living. So in essence, I still hated that the original Godzilla in that movie dies, but you know what? Godzilla Jr. is still there. So in essence, Godzilla's there. Either way, um, the 98 version uh, was, when I think of it now, was just dreadful. The, they made the character look more like an iguana. I mean, even if you think about the nuclear warfare or nuclear testing, mutating uh, a creature, that's fine because uh, even in the Japanese versions, um, Godzilla is a, a character where feeds off nuclear weapons our nuclear energy so and and that's fine but in the 98 movie you didn't even have atomic breath and all you had was a creature that was going to uh create more creatures and that was just terrible now the the movie did not help itself now the one thing that did help was the cartoon series was amazing so, which did correct, course correct, a lot of different things, and it did improve a lot of the movie struggles, which I, I thankfully that did, and brought in the alien elements that you would uh, kind of forget about in the Godzilla universe. But either way, the movie was so bad that they came out with Godzilla 2000, which you could tell by elements that the uh, Toho company was not extremely happy with the product that uh, was made by the American company. So when we look at the the newer American movies, I, I don't know if it was intentional when Godzilla came out in, in 2014, but it, it was a slow build-up for the newer Godzilla. And... Uh, I love the movie, but when when I watched it, I, I think the the biggest disappointment that I had actually was the lack of Godzilla. I know I know that there were a lot of people that kind of said that you know it was like more Mutos or um, I how would I want to say this? Um, it was more uh, just building up, kind of like Jaws and all of this and everything. But in some ways, I think maybe that the director kind of did this intentionally just just due to the fact that maybe he had the idea in his head that he kind of did want he, he wanted to be like Jaws and the fact that just because of the 98 film that he would he wanted to be extremely careful. And 
Also in this film, it was kind of in the human perspective more than the, the monster perspective that it's kind of the reason why it was shot this way. Overall, the film was really, really, really good. And I feel it, it made a lot of money and started the MonsterVerse, which people want to continue it even after Godzilla versus versus Kong. Uh, Godzilla looked in the 2014 version looked more like what you expect him to look like through all of the Japanese series. Looked larger, and people started to, to try controversies that uh, he was Americanized fat. That was actually proven to be untrue, thankfully, and that was just a stupid social media gag. But overall, uh, everything looked to be the pace. He faced two mutos, and it was a world that you could realistically believe in. And then they had the uh, clinger at the end of Kong. And then they introduced Kong Skull Island that was going to be in the same universe because of Monarch. And, uh, you know, I Kong Skull Island, even though, you know, when you were looking at Kong Skull Island, you kind of re identified that at least when you knew that film was it going to be the same old... King Kong going to be off the island and he's going to fall off the Empire State Building. So at least you kind of had that element and then you had um, uh, what's-his-face get blown up at the end, which was a little bit different. So either way with that, then uh, I watched um, the next movie in the Godzilla American version, which I loved, was and I, I felt it was extremely faithful, was Godzilla king of the monsters and i actually overall will say that i believe godzilla king of the monsters is a better film overall than godzilla versus kong which i will like i said i'll get to godzilla versus kong here in a little bit but uh, overall when you're looking at godzilla king of the monsters it, it, it is a better film than godzilla versus kong because you're introducing the all of the, the pretty much all the main monsters from the Godzilla universe outside of Destroyer and Space, excuse me, outside of Space Godzilla and a few others like Gigan and a few others like that. You're introducing Ghidorah, Rodan, and Mothra. And Godzilla got upgrades which the director made a point of emphasis that he wanted to, when after the nuclear bomb went off to save Godzilla to get him powered up, they made uh, adjustments to him to m make him more look like the 1954 version of Godzilla. The uh, dorsal fins and the back, which I felt there were amazing upgrades. So overall in that film, you introducing different type of human elements that uh, terrorist groups which want to uh, use the Titans for their own benefits. And honestly, there that is going to happen. And I, I felt... Some people don't like the human elements in, in these movies. I, uh, you know, when you look at maybe like Transformers, I, I can understand that that element to some of these movies because I feel the human story in Transformers is extremely painful and you really don't get enough backstory maybe on the Transformers. I feel that in a Godzilla movie, you do need a, hum a human element to some degree. 
because obviously you're not going to get a lot of communication in a Godzilla movie. Just look at the uh, Japanese movies of a Godzilla movie because it's usually an hour and a half to two hours long. So when you look at a Transformers movie, obviously the robots are talking. So I believe that you can roll with a Transformers movie with more of a robotic sense that can communicate. So when you look at Godzilla King of the Monsters, you're seeing in the opening scene of Mothra. You're getting obviously the larva state growing into obviously going into a cocoon. You're getting all these elements of why these people are attacking the lab. You're getting uh, so, and then you're seeing building a story there. Obviously, Godzilla. They know where Godzilla is. He's getting pissed that Ghidorah is getting released. So you're and the thing about. Uh, King of the Monsters is that you're getting multiple stages of battle. You're getting uh, throughout the entire film over Godzilla versus Kong. So I think the one thing that kind of sucked for, I, I feel that maybe uh, Mothra maybe got kind of got a little shortchanged a little bit because it was such a battle for uh, uh, Godzilla versus Ghidorah that maybe Rodan and Ghidorah, or sorry, Rodan and Mothra maybe got a little bit shortchanged, just a tad bit in the film, because Mothra kind of has her own uh, following, especially in, in Japan, but with her upgrade in the film, which was done beautifully, maybe she should have her own time to shine, maybe in her own type of a film. I don't know if that's ever going to be looked at. Uh, Rodan... Obviously, doesn't really have much powers, but I feel that the scenes that they did have coming out of the volcano and the little scenes, fight scenes, maybe a little bit more fighting. Heck, even a fight with Godzilla a little bit would have been pretty cool, but obviously uh, not a lot of time that was going to happen. Uh, I did feel that the sacrifice from Mothra in the movie was awesome, and then... Uh, Godzilla not necessarily going to burning level of Godzilla. Obviously, it was going down to uh, Godzilla versus Destroyer, Destroya, but uh, to the level of, of um, Godzilla being able to overpower Ghidorah in this film, it was pretty cool to the extent that at least you got Easter eggs to the other acknowledging other Japanese films. Uh, the one thing I will say about Godzilla King of the Monsters is, is that they introduced the Oxygen Destroyer. So there's a lot of different threads to continuing the MonsterVerse if they want to introduce uh, Destroyer in, in the future film. It, because uh, he does kind of... Um, he, he's a different element to Godzilla because it looks to be that he uh, likes pain in introducing types of pain towards um, his enemies and enjoys it that's something that like a pure regular titan monster doesn't do so all right so let's get to the main course godzilla versus kong they have been teasing it for quite a few years since uh um, at least it's 2021 so realistically 2014 when they started started introducing uh, godzilla when they rebooted the series um, when they first started out, I, 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 it was going to be interesting to see how they were pretty much how they were going to do this because uh, obviously they were going to have to get, give at least Kong a little bit of a fight. Uh, 
there were leaks all over the place with obviously we knew Mecha Godzilla was going to be in this film because of the toy leaks and then giving Kong a chance you saw the axe with Godzilla's dorsal fin on it now we didn't know if Godzilla this was going to be our actual Godzilla or if it was going to be a different Godzilla it turned out that it was going to be a different Godzilla and not the one that we watched over the last few years. Uh, a lot of people that I've read, and I kind of maybe agree with them, the first opening scene, obviously you could see Kong is a little bored because he's trapped. Uh, we find out that the storm has enveloped all of Skull, uh, Skull Island, so all the people that we've seen during the movie is all dead except for the little girl so Kong is extremely frustrated uh, the humans during the movie are protecting Kong so uh, it takes some convincing and manipulation that they want to get to the hollow earth uh, uh, some of the honest trailers and uh, other sort of reviews of the film kind of poke fun that the monarch kind of went to the um, hollow earth a little bit or a form of it when they went to Godzilla's place I, I don't know maybe they went to an underwater maybe going underwater saved them in their submarine a little bit or maybe they went to somewhere else but um, or maybe that wasn't hollow earth in general but either way um, they manipulate their way to the actual hollow earth and uh, that's where Kong gets his uh, um, hammer, or axe, I mean, and he is able to battle Kong in Hong Kong. So with that said, um, it is 40 minutes into the film before we actually get to see Godzilla versus Kong see each other for the first time. Uh, when we see that, it's honestly an unfair advantage. Uh, you can clearly see that Kong. Uh, Godzilla is realistically in water all the time, so he's going to have the advantage. Humans have to uh, help him out realistically with the death charges and then uh, basically have to play dead. Uh, then they have to airlift him to Antarctica so they can get to the hollow earth. And then I think one of the coolest scenes is where Godzilla uses atomic breath in Hong Kong to get to Hollow Earth. So it was kind of a weird cheat where they do all this entire master plan to get to Antarctica. And then Godzilla does a cheat in Hong Kong to burn his way all the way to Hollow Earth. So that was, that was a little bit of an odd cheat. But, uh, you know, creative story writing get some there anyway so uh there's that uh but either way it gets them there they battle out kong is able to hold up a little bit and then eventually godzilla overpowers him and then he stomps his chest to where his heart is about to stop which is the correct decision and people people felt that it was going to be kong maybe was going to win because when you look at the original 1962 version or was it 62 64 version uh at, oh, looking at it, 62 i was right originally uh it was kind of ambiguous where uh kong maybe won and because uh kong when they both went into the ocean kong appeared and godzilla was never to be seen again 
uh, people thought that maybe uh, Kong won and Godzilla lost. In this one, Godzilla clearly won, and that was that was clearly the right decision. Godzilla was more str- is stronger, and has uh, did not have any deficiency at all against King Kong. I mean, they really had to increase Kong in every facet just to even have a chance again against Godzilla. And he, they had to be helped by the humans in every sort of way. And in a lot of ways, that was extremely frustrating as a Godzilla fan to even watch that. But overall, in the film, that was fine. I, I didn't... To that extent, it was frustrating, but overall... It was a fun, it was a fun pop popcorn fl- uh, flick to watch, and then uh, I knew Mecha Godzilla was going to be in the film, obviously because I pay attention on Twitter, and when you're paying attention on Twitter, you're going to see all the spoilers, and spoilers don't really bug me, as they do some people. You just you watch a film to be entertained, and even if you know it's going to be there, it's fine with me, unless you're the uh, season eight of Game of Thrones and. That shit show needs to be burned and just need to be redone. Uh, that that was terrible. So when we look at the uh, Mecha Godzilla in, inclusion into this film, I thought it was kind of weird. It was kind of giving you the. Uh, uh, it, I mean, they kind of gave you the cliff or gave you the uh, end of the our credit post credit scene of at the end of King of the Monsters that something was going to be involved with uh, the Ghidorah head and that that's what was happening. Uh, Ghidorah's head took over and that's why Godzilla was attacking um, the lab in Florida and that's why he also was attacking uh, the labs in Hong Kong. Uh, he was sensing Ghidorah's power. So uh, obviously you Godzilla was getting frustrated so he wasn't attacking for no reason. So it's kind of getting... At some point, people have to be smarter, and obviously a pattern of behavior with Godzilla wouldn't just be attacking just because um, he's turning evil or anything. He's attacking because something is setting him off. So hopefully we, um, in the future, a movie, hopefully we'd start asking smarter questions and then basically saying, oh, Godzilla no longer the savior because he attacked blah, 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 blah. So... With that said, uh, we are going to see the future of overall. We'll talk about um, the inclusion of having them team up to defeat the. Oh, by the way, the human character side story. I, I didn't look the um, having the returning characters from King of the Monsters. I, I understood having them in there. Uh, I know a lot of people didn't necessarily want to have um, certain of them in there. I, I'm fine with them. I know some people are like, "Oh, there's no point to them having them in there." But well, you know what? There, there. I read that uh, Millie is probably going to be in the next one, so uh, we'll see what she does in the future. So we'll just wait and see. It was at random to have a random podcast guy in there. Yeah, but podcast. there's a million podcasts around. So, um, And then the Team Kong versus Team Godzilla was just to get a little stir, stir up here, the little game here to get a little uh, social media going. So people need to stop reading everything. Was it the worst thing in the world? No, but uh, just 
It's just the way people write movies and just let it go. I mean, but the one thing I will say is uh, the Star Wars. I will still say the whole casino scene in Star Wars. The one, I will say in that, that was the worst worthless piece of garbage in the movie. That, that whole scene could be taken out of the movie. And um, that whole thing could be taken out. And you would not be missing anything apart of uh, The Last Jedi. That is a fact. I don't really care about Ryan, Ryan or Ryan Johnson because that was a worthless pile of trash movie. End of comment on that. So overall, Godzilla vs. Kong, uh, I felt, like I said, King of the Monsters was better. Uh, a lot of people, just, uh, when you look at the Rotten Tomatoes, outside of the critics, I think most people agree that King of the Monsters was better than Godzilla vs. Kong. But overall, I think... Just because where we at and where where we are at in the pandemic, people are just happy to see some type of entertaining value. Um, I hope that the uh, MonsterVerse continues. I do think that they do have. I, I hope they sign a new contract, and I hope they keep going because I really hope the. Um, I haven't watched any of those Japanese anime movies on Netflix. I just really haven't had the time to watch those. Um, and I really hope that uh, they don't do that any more of those Shin Godzilla movies. I did watch those, and that was terrible. That was a complete horrible shit show. That, that was, in essence, uh, for some mystical reason, um, the... Uh, these weird motherfuckers love the, the Shin Godzilla. And first of all, it's the Japanese char like human characters are the most boringest characters of all time. And they're like humanless and they don't care about anything. And then, um, then the Godzilla character itself is like different from all the other regular Godzillas. And it doesn't make any logical sense. So uh, it's like a cartoonish version of Godzilla. So how about we don't ever do that again? And it sucks. And I, I don't understand why these weird reviewers like it. So how about we continue making American version of this Godzilla? So uh, when we look at uh, future uh, MonsterVerse uh, films... I think uh, there's uh, Gigan. I think there's um, obviously with uh, Ghidorah coming from outer space, they already kind of introduced that element. So I think we could do uh, the space element uh, with aliens. That's that's an easy one to go through there. Uh, and then uh, maybe an effort with that. We can introduce uh, maybe a fight with there. Space Godzilla is a possibility. The son of Godzilla. Now, when I say that, don't go as corny with Son of Godzilla, but there's an option there with Son of Godzilla. Uh, with the oxygen destroyer going off, the uh, they introduce a possibility with Destroya. That doesn't mean that they have to do the burning Godzilla theme because that doesn't mean they have to do that, but they can do the destroyer uh, character, which can be an extremely difficult version to uh, kill, but they can do that. Uh, I'm not necessarily in favor to do a destroy all monsters, but uh, they they do have options to do in the future for potential future Godzilla films. But we'll just have to see where they want to go with that. 
But back to Godzilla vs. Kong. Overall, in general, uh, I overall, hopefully, it was good film. They, uh, I just, let's just keep it moving. But overall, so future podcasts, uh, I have yet to watch the uh, American Flat Track Race. I think I got two rounds to watch on that. That um, I'll try to get done this week, and I'll review that. Uh, I get through a full week of Twin Games, Twins Games, to review the first week of the Twins. Currently, they are four and two. They are looking pretty solid. They won today. Uh, I have not been able to have time to watch the Justice League, the Snyder Cut yet. That's four hours long. It's been pretty tough to watch All right now. I am on season two of Titans, so that's been a pretty good show. Uh, been uh, obviously this coming weekend the Supercross uh, first round or the first race and the three race of Atlanta. I will be obviously doing the review of that. The Masters is this weekend, so it will be interesting to see how that goes. Uh, what else is going on? The NHRA four rides are coming up, so we'll have to see how that goes. Lots of sports coming here. Uh, we'll have to see how it goes. So, uh, everyone, thank you for listening to this podcast. Uh, a little short on the Godzilla vs. Kong review. Just talked a little more about Godzilla in general. But overall, thank you for listening to this podcast. <laughs>